Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and new. Go online. Hmm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 Day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's reality, yes. Let's love. I just said, I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God. I swanee. Did you call people who said swanee? I swanee. No, I swanee. I swanee. Scott, oh. you were you messing my thing, Scott. What? This is pick. This was something, a quote from a book. A book. <laughs> Y'all. Wonder- I wonder what we're she's talking, doing now. <laughs> I don't know. What she's doing now is fucking up my car. Doing in, drugs in, in prison. Yeah. Doing makeup with my magazine. <laughs> Y'all, you're wondering, what am I listening to? This is actually 90 Day Fiance, Happily Ever After. Every time they listen, they wonder what they they're wonder. listening to. This is Reality Gaze. My name's Matt Marr, a.k.a. Maddie, and my co-host... Is Jake Anthony, aka Say it. <laughs> what? I was going to do it. Poodle. Poodle. Hello. Um, we, do we forget to introduce ourselves a lot? Yeah, we, we need do. to do it more. Um, this is reality gaze. It is. Uh, what I was going to say is, y'all, we were talking about Lalu, which is coming back in June, right? Yeah, this With month. All new. Like- not this, this Friday, June. not th- not this Friday, but I believe the next Friday, or maybe this Friday. Which is it's, it's all new couples. I think it is this Friday. Oh my god! No, maybe it's the eighteenth. We're really terrible at this. What? You know what? Let me see. Anyway, y'all, I think it's you, the eighteenth. Did you look it up, or did you just start to look on your phone? And you got overwhelmed, and you just guessed the eighteenth. That one. <laughs> Please tell um, ev- please tell everybody about uh, what Love After Lockup is. If you don't know, it's on the Wii channel. 
Um, and it is people who meet uh, 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 inmates in uh, who, are, who are in prison. And either they correspond with them or sometimes they meet them. Sometimes they marry them yeah. um, in prison, yep. like Chevelle and uh, Quaylen, uh, or And and then they – Love After Lockup details what they do when they get out. And sometimes yeah. they make it like Brittany and um, – uh, why am I blanking on his name? Brittany and – Brittany and um... – we're so bad. I should never have. Uh, it's a. It's a. It's a very original name. <laughs> this like pyramid. I can't People even are remember. Screaming. Brittany People are screaming in there. The one in Vegas. The Marcelino. Marcelino. There we Marcelino. go. But yes, they had a baby. Um, and so y'all, it's it's co- it's not the same producers as reality or ninety day fiance. It's not Matt Sharp, but it's still. Good TV. It's going to be on the it's always it's on the eight. They've had more than one baby. They've had several children. You're thinking of oh uh, Brittany and Marcelino. You're thinking of Jess Daniels and oh um, and and he was back in jail for a while. I think he's out. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yes, Brittany. She just went back to school and all this kind of stuff. You know what? But this isn't that show. Sorry, we'll get it distracted. But it it's that good that we enjoy to talk about it. And June, it's coming out June 18th, and that's that's, that's what I. I knew it. And I was going to say that's not this coming Friday, but next Friday. Thank you for saying what I've just said about three minutes ago. No, you said, Poodle, you said, I think it's coming out next Friday. I'm not sure. I think. You never let us know. I was right. It's fine. Let's talk about the rest of the show. Because how many times has a top said, I think I'm coming over at 10, and then it's 1.30 in the morning, and you're up douched, ready, and eating Doritos, (laughs) hoping somebody... Just having the door open. I don't want to be. I don't want to be a teasing top to our listeners. Uh, that's one thing you'll never be. Never be. Um, never be. So, anyway. uh, y'all, we're, we'll, we'll probably start that up. That's on our eight dollar Patreon tier. Love after lockup is the first um, couple episodes will be on the uh, free on our free feed. Yeah, like smothered is now. So be sure to listen to the first episode of smothered. Our see Christina made new art for our smothered smothered podcast. <laughs> I didn't even ask him to Kathy do it. Kathy and Christina. It's great. Somebody said I look like Rick James. <laughs> and they're not wrong. They're not wrong. Um, I still think my favorite thing that she did, Christina, is put our faces on the Aussie twins from Extreme Sisters. That's <laughs> this is my favorite artwork. Oh, Extreme Sisters. Y'all were recording this on Sunday. I cannot wait to watch it tonight. I'm dreading it. <laughs> I'm worried what else can happen. Mm. After Pang Pang last week. Uh, Going to get crazy. Crazy. Oof. Oof. Anyway, y'all also, a lot of new stuff. There's also 90 Day Foodie Call that came down, came out on Discovery Plus a couple of weeks ago. Um we are like a week ago. We're going to cover that on our Instagram. We're in the midst of we filmed something. We're trying something new. We're getting it edited up now. It's taking a little bit in a good way because we want it to be good. So we're going to be doing every episode, hopefully by the end of this month, um, to see that you're going to have to go to our Instagram, Reality Gaze Podcast. Um, if and you're not following us, you should be. You should be, and we're going to put it on our stories. It's not a live. It's an actual story, real. You'll be able to see forever. So be sure to follow that. We're hoping that'll come out. Um, let's see. You're Maybe listening to this. the beginning of the week. Yeah, Monday so there you Tuesday. go. 
Who knows? We're, we're doing go. our best. <laughs> anyway, so um, also uh, our charity for this week and the Sissy Squad this month uh, in our. Sorry, that's what I mean. Thank you. This month. Uh, Y'all, this- Poodle and I are so fucking <laughs> frazzled just because of life. And I have I, a heart out today, which has got me frazzled, and, I, I will say. And, well, I think you've been um, you've been busy, too. And you're kind of getting you're in, you've got most of your stuff moved in, but you actually have like you're like 80 percent there. And that's a kind of a frustrating part of moving. It's very frustrating because there's all these little things. And it, it's like it's when you're moving out and you've moved a couch and you moved their TV, but you still have all the little knickknack shit. You uh. have to move. And so you're on that end of moving in. He's putting fixing all the knickknack shit. So anyway, and things like, yeah, trying to get the right. God, trying to get a console table in real wood. Y'all don't send me stuff. You send me tons of tables. Send <laughs> poodle I, stuff. I appreciated that. But trying to get a table that's in real wood. I want real wood, not manufactured fucking wood. I um, think you need a carpenter. You need to hire a hunky carpenter who just builds things for you. Do you, you know how expensive then, they are? But if what if he rims your ass and takes you to fuck down? <laughs> you know what? I can get I can get that for free. <laughs> But then, but you, but your only thing you're left with that is an STI, not a table that lasts forever. Hmm, that's a different way of looking at it. <laughs> anyway, y'all, I, I'll I get think, tired of a table in three days. We're in that space. I posted an article today about brain fog and shit like this, and I said it was such a good article. And Poodle said you posted that like four months ago, <laughs> and I said I don't even remember reading it the first time when I, and saw, I did. When I saw you had been, uh, this is really ugly. Sorry, <laughs> big. I just moved this. If you're on the inward portrait, you just saw me move a clip. A clip. <laughs> anyway, um, y'all. So uh, bear with us. We're trying. We're if trying. You're there, if you're there too, it's okay. We hope that you can listen for the next hour or so. Turn everything and off and have a good look time. Look at your problems. Come on, get happy. We're going to chase all your blues away. Come on, get happy. For the judgment day. Uh, anyway, oh, I should shut my bathroom door. My dad's sleeping. Okay, well, sometimes he well, says, he says, Matt. Sometimes when y'all scream like women, you wake me up. <laughs> and I said, tell him, tell him you're fucking taking care of his ass while you're doing a fucking podcast. He can suck it up and listen to us scream like a woman occasionally. It's still fair though. Maybe you couldn't be as. Maybe you could be less loud. I, while you're doing that, I will tell them about the charity. Um. Uh, our charity for this month in the Sissy Squad, you guys, is uh, the Alley Forney Center, which is basically in it's a center in New York that helps uh, keep get uh, homeless LGBT kids, which LGBTQ kids, um, help them kind of out of the harms of homelessness and give them the tools to move out of homelessness. Um, so that's, it's a very worthy charity. We're very excited to raise money for. So if you're not in our CC squad, you can still donate, uh, money to the Alley Forney Center. And that's Alley, A-L-I, Forney, F-O-R-N-E-Y. It has a very personal, uh, significance to me, but you can listen to the first part of this episode where I talked about that. Okay. Can we do this poodle? I, again, I loved this episode. I loved this episode, and you were like, "I don't think I loved it." And then we started think, talking about it, and you I went, think it's happily ever after in general for me. I I have to be convinced because I don't like any of these people. I'm I like Jovi and Yara. Um, I do feel like there is a consensus that um, just from 
Look, I don't read the boards too much and all that. You read more than me. The but I do think people are over. People are tired. The couples are tired. They, they um, I don't know. Maybe it was COVID. Maybe they had already like re-COVID these people. But I still say Mike and Natalie, Joe Viara, uh, uh, Brandon and Julia. We should have had a break from all these people. Like Angela, we had a break from. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of the same beat. But it's way more interesting than watching Mike and Natalie. Except for this episode. <laughs> or as I like to call it. When Natalie fucking loses it. Um, one, y'all, she blinked and lunacy happened. Oh, it was wonderful. It was, it was wonderful. This is like, this is, this is just, uh, just a Thanksgiving to remember. <laughs> you're, you're, this Thanksgiving's called, you're a crazy man, Charlie Brown. And who's that blonde bitch who's just giggling? We gather together to ask the Lord's blessing. (laughs) Um, So it starts with Natalie um, kind of doing her trunk. Okay. Exercising her trunk. And my favorite, this is my favorite response to a question. And they're like, what you doing, honey? She's like, exercising. I have a figure to maintain. I have no choice. I'm going to start answering that when people ask me when, I, when I'm dressed up to go to gym. They're like, oh, you're going out? I'm like, yes, I have the figure to maintain. I have no choice. I have no choice to do, but to do it. This that's is to what, talk to strangers. That No, but that's what I wanted to. No, let's, let's get physical. Oh. Let's get physical. Oh, you it sounds know? like dump talk. No, I know. Let's get physical. You remember what? We talked. Acast just said to us about maybe, oh, yeah. <laughs> maybe play, not with rights. <laughs> don't play music that gets safe. We're just playing a little clip. Um, let's get physical. Is one of the songs that I knew I was. That part of me knew I was gay when I listened to that song and watched that video. Why? Because it was all hot guys. It was all hot guys, but also just that song, her voice, something about it like touched me. Like, did you? Were you not? We. I was a pretty. I was a pretty big uh olivia newton john fan were you not no not as a child Uh, Uh, okay okay i feel Uh, like that was gays who may have been a little older than you who were uh, really into her usually but because they were like physical in high school but yeah let's get physical it was tina turner but my other song that i used to love to sing on the three wheelers was let's get physical I love singing that when I drive in the three wheels in the in the field behind our house by the Jacksons. Yeah, not Let's the Michaels, Debbies. Not get physical. You said get you, but what yeah. did you say Tina Turner for? Because I would drive around the three wheeler, and usually I'd sing a uh, uh, a Tina Turner song. I forgot what song it is. I'm blanking right now. But um, instead. Wait. Instead, I would mess if I didn't sing the. No, I've talked about this before. If I didn't sing the Tina, uh, I would sing "What Love Got to oh, Do." That, got okay, to do. and so if I wouldn't sing that, I'd sing. And my brother say, "Stop singing that song." I would sing "Let's Get Physical," which I don't and think he helped. was like. Stop it, please. Yeah, I like doing the physical. I like doing that move that they kind of did where they like. If you're watching the Intimate Portrait, which, by the way, the Intimate Portrait, that's on our $15 tier where you see the video of Poodle and I doing a podcast. It, but it's like where you move and you like, um, 
I just don't know how to, you know, I'm going to have to stand up to do this. <laughs> I don't think there's any other way. Okay. It's kind of like where you move your hand this way and it's like physical, physical. And then they move we, their hips we, back. We can only see your lower part of your body. You can't? Okay. We can only oh, see. Like, this, Hi. This you know, is terrible. Like, physical. I do remember that. I That was my favorite move. I don't know how to describe it. If you've witnessed and seen that and you're a choreographer, I'm I have sorry. two things to say. <laughs> yeah, we're sorry. And please translate that. Boy, I'm out what? of breath. I got to get, 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 move on. I'm under the things of nothing I ever needed to know. Under the category. Um, wow. So you guys, Natalie says they're, 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 they're doing – Sad, sadly, they're still doing more stuff with firewood, and I, that's why I feel like this might have been an added scene that that didn't make it to the edit on the firewood episode. Probably, yeah, probably good. Call. Um, and so she's like, she's like, I feel like Trish is looking for my faults, and I wrote, Yeah, she fucking is because she fucking hates you. Yeah, she <laughs> hates her. Um, <laughs> and so. They do the wood, and then and she, and she says she's feeling. She says again, y'all. She said this like twice, and it's not going to go well for her and Mike when she says, "I feel insulted by Trish, and I need Mike to take up for me." Not going to happen. Not nope. going to happen. He's a mama's boy. And so, but Natalie says, "Who usually does this? If you're not, this is not your job." And ha- Trish goes, "Ha ha! I usually don't do it all at once." But she no, Natalie gets salty. She says, "Yeah, it's like what am what am I? Why am I the one doing this?" She's basically y'all. Mike's mom, Butter, as we like Butter I, I refer to her. Butter is trying to be folksy and trying yeah. to be kind of like prickly and oh she, oh mom, you know she's got a real mouth on her. She's funny and blah blah blah. <laughs> Natalie doesn't understand that at all. She's like, "But who does these trish?" And she's like. Because uh, no one calls Trish on her shit. No one calls. And so, and then Natalie says, I'm so happy I'm handy for you. This is the best. She's like, she laughs. <laughs> I'm so happy I'm handy for you. I'm so happy I can be here to help you. I'm so happy I am. I'm, I can help you. Yeah, this park, is when it starts park, to like break park, down, park. y'all. This, this, y'all, this literally feels like. Doesn't it feel like a descent into madness? Yeah, it does. Like, this is finally what's <laughs> going to break her. Y'all, and we've said this like three times about Natalie, but this time it really feels like this is it. Yeah. It, and no, it, it does. And that you know what? They are both responsible. Mike and Trish and Butter, they're, they're the cause of this. Yes, oh, she yeah. was close to lunacy. But no one has pushed her over the brink. Nobody. And you know what? Oklahoma is the perfect place to lose your mind. I can speak <laughs> from experience. <laughs> and so I'm afraid it's going to happen to me when I visit. Um, Mike is so Mike is there's a little outtake. This has nothing to do with the plot. But Mike is just describing ways to stack wood. Kind of like Bubba Gump describes fit. You can put the, wood on the, put the wood on the you side can, and you can stack it. And then you can put it on the other side. Now, if you get an uneven load, then you can cross stack it. And he's going on and Natalie looks like she wants to jump out of her body. (laughs) So did I. (laughs) (laughs) And and so anyway. Um, Did you notice this? This was so good. 
she was uh she's like so natalie when you're when you're at home you can learn to do this too you could be stacking wood at home natalie she's like i thought you wanted me to be interpreter (laughs) (laughs) oh natalie and i I wrote down get her get butter get her (laughs) get her go go for butter's throat i was actually (sighs) telling she said it in the nastiest way too y'all this is not going to turn out well for Natalie. No, uh, you should. You there needs to be a sixth sense you have about mother-in-laws or mothers of your significant others. You don't want to attack them. You you they can throw little barbs out, but if you attack them right on, that's exactly what they want. Butter has been waiting for Natalie waiting. to flip. She's been hoping she would. She, she said that. She said that. She's like, there. Mike doesn't want any confrontation. She said, even though I'd like there to be. She said that. Yeah. And because she knows, yeah. once Natalie comes for her mother in front of Mike, oh, he's going to choose her yeah. in a second, and and that will be what she needs to do to split them up. That will be a yep. way, y'all. This is all part of Butter's plan. This is exactly what she wants to do. It's true. (laughs) So it's wood, the butcher shop, everything. Everything. It's calculated. She's made this is like she's like Mother Debbie level of manipulation here. She knows what she's doing. She she does, and but she's less uh uh I think she's a lot more folksy. She's a lot more subtle about it than Debbie is. Well, she's much more, even though I don't know where she's from originally, but there's almost like she's much more kind of also, yeah, folksy's a good, because it's not really passive aggressive. No. Um, I wrote down again, God, I hate it that I have to defend Natalie, how horrible they're being to Natalie. It's horrible. Horrible, uh, horrible. If, if, if in the beginning of last season, remember how there was a thing where Natalie came coming and telling him that he's fat and blah and dumb and all that kind of stuff. And we were very hard on her. Uh, and then through, through as the season went on, we're all like, Mike's a piece of shit. Both of them are bad. Y'all, this is Natalie's season to kind of be the, the, the one who's trying. Or, yeah. or trying not to go crazy. Y'all, they are pushing her to the brink. And, and this episode, she blinks. And she blinks. It is As I time. said, one eye blink away from lunacy. She blinks. We're gonna get this. so it's Thanksgiving Day. It's already starting. Where uh, you know what's been playing? If it was Thanksgiving Day in my house, what music will be playing? Julie Andrews Christmas. Julie Andrews music. Christmas album. That's how you know you're gay. <laughs> yeah. If, if you if 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 you know your son really wants to hear the Julie Andrews Christmas album or, or the Barbara Streisand Jingle Bell Jingle Bell Jingle oh, Jingle such Bell, a great Bell. album. We just watched Victor Victoria and the Watching Chat. Speaking of Julie Andrews, it was wonderful. And I how how racy that movie was. Yes. When I said we did, we actually did a number uh, from that from for a Cabergay once called La Jazz Hot. I think it's somewhere in the Cabergay annals. Of history, may, may, somewhere in the annals of history. <laughs> um, we okay. So, Trish, there, it's Thanksgiving Day. Natalie is going to make her borscht. And borscht, borscht. borscht. She keeps saying she's like, "Pardon, borscht, borscht, borscht." borscht. What? What? Borscht. <laughs> Say it again, slowly. Borscht. But you know, are you barking at me like a dog, honey? honey you gotta honey, tell me. 
there's too there's too much styrofoam in your lips. Say it again. <laughs> Y'all, we've every I thought people have heard of borscht. It's it is a very yeah, I've heard of borscht. Very commonly it's a common Eastern European soup made with beets. Uh it, it's the most common like it's it's like if you're if you got like if you have Russian food or Ukrainian food, it's that is like one of their big things is borscht. Beet, beet soup. With well, sour cream usually. So Trish says, um, Trish is like, well, Natalie, uh, we went down to Farmer's Market on I-72 and they didn't have a celery, celery root. root. So we got your part snipped. It's the same thing. And I will say it is close, but I think she was thinking it was parsley or something. Was thinking, I think it, there was some a language issue there. Natalie's like, what? She flipped out. But I don't, I don't. I can't cook with this. I don't know what this is. I cannot cook with this. I can. Which, and now that I've been in grocery stores in Oklahoma and seen the food deserts, they some can't find rooms, celery root. There is not celery root. Also in, called celeriac. Uh, yes, they do not have celery in fucking whatever Piedmont, Oklahoma, or wherever <laughs> Mike's mom lives. Um, and so she's kind of losing it because she can't make her Ukrainian dish. And uh, and then Pond she's like, Talk. That's where I think she lives. Pond Talk, <laughs> Oklahoma. I don't kind of like that's more a real citrus. place. Yeah. I guess these are all native names. They just they all just sound made up to me. Well, there's Pontiac. Well, that's it, definitely a native name. No, is it is it Patoka? What is it? Let me move on while you're looking while you're looking up Oklahoma fucking town names again. <laughs> God, I hate it. So like, so for for uh, butter is like so for dinner it's gonna be me, you, and my roommate Ron. And we're all like, "Hey, Ron. Hey, Ron. Say Ron. <laughs> Who the fuck is Ron? Ron. Um." And so yeah. Ron is her roommate, y'all. Ron is her roommate. And uh, Ponca City, that's it. I think she lives by Ponca City. There we go. <laughs> it's in like North Central. That sounds made up. It no, it's really real. does. Ponca City. So yeah, so we meet Ron. And Ron is, I don't know. I think Ron used to work at like KICM. And then he like, I don't, because he walks in. What's he's that? like that? Radio I should station. never asked that. It's a oh, radio oh, station. K-I-C-M. Down. Got it. Yeah, K-I- or I just, but anyway, he, K-Y-Z. He kind of a storytelling yeah. voice. Like hey, you're going to expect him to say, you know, you know the one about the two brothers who went yes. down to the river. Yeah. You see these cargo shorts? I got stories in these shorts. <laughs> stories and stories. But everything has import. Like every, every, it's like, Oh, I'm so glad we get to have dinner. Natalie, it is wonderful you are here. Can okay. you tell me about your hair? <laughs> okay, so this is what I want to say. What person Trisha's age has just a roommate? <laughs> That's of a different it's, sex. It's her fuck buddy. It's her fuck so buddy. So it's her boyfriend, but she probably doesn't want to call him that. Exactly. So it's her roommate, which I think is a little dismissive. I'm just judging her. Also, I think it's or, because she's on television that or she doesn't he, want to say that. Or I think he, it's, it's she's on television. Well, here's my theory. And this is taking taking a page from Extreme Sisters that you thought of. Is 
Ron friends with Jill from Extreme Sisters, <laughs> and he and when Extreme, when we don't think Jill is those is Brooke and Bailey's mother. No. We think she was no, hired. she is a character actress from Oklahoma yeah. City. We think that Guthrie put it in a Guthrie casting called her. <laughs> And got Jill, and I bet you she I has bet- played the Bird Woman in Mary Poppins four times, and I'm and telling still you- unrecognized by the Oklahoma City theater critics. I'm telling you now, <laughs> Ron is a fixture in the Bartlesville community theater scene. I get you and, that, and that he that Bartlesville casting sent him, and y'all, he has played the. Uh, uh, Farmer Ike in Oklahoma, twenty three <laughs> years in a row in Tulsa's outdoor Oklahoma theater. As well as who are the con men in Big River? Uh, uh, yes, the exactly. yes, yes. <laughs> well, you dad gum government. My oh, dad. He, he was he was Huck Finn's. He was pop pop. Yeah. When my dad saw that show, he loved that government song so much. You know, that song is written to be make him an unlikable character. Not my dad. He was like, boy, that guy who hated the government. He was great. I really liked him. Wasn't it so good when he tried to beat his son near the end? But yeah, you know it's well. Big River's actually good. You know what you actually would see? We he spends do- the entire musical hunting for his son. It's horrible. <laughs> when, when we do the Oklahoma tour of yeah. Ardmore, when, if we do a live, it, we should try to, you would actually like it. They do an outdoor Oklahoma up by Tulsa with like horses and carriages and everything. And it's pretty. I'd have problems with it. You know, why can't you just have fun? <laughs> no, I'd have problems with. I'm sure I'd, 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 I'd enjoy the spectacle of it. I, I think that show has to be really carefully directed. You know what? I'll take some sissies. We'll go on a group trip, and you can get drunk in Oklahoma City and go to Angles and get fucked. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. So anyway, y'all, walk out. <laughs> but I think I, I totally think Ron is casting because I, I he is you, there you have just to ask questions to kind of move the plot along. Otherwise, no one would be talking at this that, Thanksgiving lunch. You know what? Lunch. That's a good point. I think you might have something there. Well, I got um, it from you. So she's making. Uh, they're in the kitchen together, and um, and, and and Natalie. She's stirring gravy, and she says, "Natalie, can you just?" Uh, she put cornstarch in the gravy, and she kind of took up the now. She's like, "Could you rinse this out with some water in it? Put yeah. some water, rinse it out." And she and, rinses it, and she's like, first she's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, <laughs> rinse it, honey, rinse it. You and know so what that means? Rinse." She takes it and hands it back to her. She's like, no, I meant for you to. <laughs> Honey, oh, I, I, oh, I'm oh, just Natalie. loving you to make you feel crazy again. Natalie, I don't need that. I just and gave guess you one. I'm the fuck out of you. But like, I, you're going to be like Marnie from Hitchcock by the end of this. And then um, Natalie goes, okay. <laughs> I, I need to see, need to also say what she did, what she, what Mike came in and said, oh, my two favorite women cooking in the kitchen. You know, he's jerked off to this image of oh. like, of this woman like barefoot and pregnant and cooking. Yeah. And, and his he, mother handed him butter to stroke his dick with. <laughs> and my favorite, Here you go, son. My favorite thing. He, she, he's basically says, she's, a, she's like, Michael, Michael, do not, and he's like, 
Michael, do not touch my pussy when I am cooking. I think that's Did what she, she said. No, I think she said ass. It was a five-letter word they blocked out. Was it pussy? I think it was pussy. He said pussy, or she said pussy in front I of his mother? I think she said pussy in front of his mother. It, unless it, they wow, were just, unless they were just choosing the words to, to block out. They, if they you work for TLC, because... You can say ass on if television. If you work for TLC, let us know if it was pussy. But think about it. You can say ass. It's true. So I think it was pussy. I think it was pussy that she said. Maybe she said like it in Ukraine. I don't know. Uh, But all I know is that his mother mother didn't even say anything. His mother was like, oh, my God. She just said the word pussy in front of me. Natalie's, this is incredible Thanksgiving in front of me. (laughs) (laughs) Thanksgiving. Um, I mean, I felt so sorry for her, y'all, but this was one of the best things I've ever seen on this show. It was 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 a lot. Uh, So they're eating the soup and they're eating the borscht. Everybody notice Ron says it's very good. Mike says it's great. Instead of. Instead of telling them about this, I think we should go ahead and do another installment of Reality Gaze Theater. What? I, gar- I, I thought you were gonna you're gonna say something at the end. I you gargled did your my butter. Water. Butter. Oh, I gargled my water. God. No, I made a choice. You for can, consistency. You know, you can support my choice. You don't say no. First rule of improv. <laughs> you know what? If I didn't say <laughs> they, no, we wouldn't have a show. If, if they would kick Poodle out of improv class the first <laughs> day, could someone be like, "Hey, it's so great being in I this Walmart." College. I did it in college. <laughs> okay. It's so good to say that again. <laughs> you be like, hey, here's what I will say. Good to, it's good to see you in Walmart. We're not in Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way. We're in imp- Target. Improv. First of all, opera improv doesn't no, count. Oh, I didn't do opera. And, I did real improv. And, and deciding which dick to suck off first <laughs> in the middle of the football team is not yes, improv. And. Yes, and. And. Okay. And so picture it. They're eating dinner. Poodle's going to be playing the role of, uh, yeah, you know, me. you can do Natalie with any any words you want to add from Mike. And I will play Trish with any words needed to be added from Ron. All right. Sounds good. Look at us. We're playing dual characters. It's like, like Kaylee Mills. Um, yeah. So anyway, we are starting out. Uh, and they're eating. They're eating food. And Ron says, "Oh, this soup's very good. Very good. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Well, it's. Uh, it would have been better, but it is cold now, and uh, you were. You took so long to get to the table. Mm. It's. It's fine. I'm not gonna talk about it anyway. What? Uh, what was that? Nothing. What was that? Nothing. Nothing did say anything. I got zero fucks left to lose, lady. That, uh, so how long have you two been married to each other? You know, married, you know. You know, to, it's... You it's, mean, to each other. <laughs> Maybe they were married before. 
Maybe you should ask him. (laughs) Fucking bitch. Oh, goodness. Oh, I'm so. Oh, divorce is funny. Oh, goodness. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You know what? Uh, uh, It's. It's. I wish that uh, you uh, you would you would just talk to me, and uh, I, sometimes it is hard to stay together, and we're doing our best. But what we're about this baby thing? Can I? Where where are y'all at with the whole baby thing, man? Do you think you want to have any? I mean, because well, you're getting up there, you're getting old. Yes, uh, it's like uh, I bet it's like cobwebs in there, like the. <laughs> The Oklahoma wind just swings down and blows up in there. You know what? You know what? You know what? I think I need to have my own career before I have baby. Before I have, I need to make sure I can support baby because I cannot be a single mom like someone else I know. I'm sorry. What? (laughs) What? Thanksgiving. Uh, are you pulling my chain? Are you pulling my chain? I don't know what that means. <laughs> Pestive gravy. And sing. <laughs> Y'all, this is so tense. Like, I was so uncomfortable. I held my breath. I kind of want to watch it again. When y'all, this is the thing. Uh, Natalie threw some barbs back to butter. You're not going to fuck with her. She will completely try to humiliate you. Butter which is will what try she to humiliate was, her. Yes. yes. Which is yep. what she basically did to Natalie saying, which you're old. You're, you're getting old. up there. What a shitty thing to do. But I think she was she was being so folksy about it that she could kind of have the appearance of not being mean to Mike. I guess it is a bit of a passive aggressiveness in that she says things. Butter is one of those people who says things and goes, oh, what do you think? You're a piece of shit. Oh, I was just kidding. Wouldn't say yeah, that. exactly. We it's- also forgot right before. Mike went outside and oh, she came oh, back I in. I forgot to write this down because everything else. And said... She was just kind of, she's like, why your mom called me hooker? What? <laughs> what was that, like, babe? She's like, your mother, she called me hooker. She did not call you hooker. Now she, now she watched TJ hooker. That was her. <laughs> God, she loved that man. Maybe she was talking about TJ. This is the thing. I don't believe Butter would ever call her a hooker, but she might have said, why are you wearing those hooker heels? Or, Maybe or something like that. Natalie, of course, took that as I'm a hooker since I'm wearing hooker heels. Yes, and uh, oh god, good luck unpacking this one. Yikes! <sighs> Y'all. Yikes! Motherfucking yikes! Trish does say in the testimony, she's like, I think the biggest problem is how she acts in the relationship. She's a child, and let's be honest, they're not good for one another. She's right. Butter's right. Butter's she right. Just... But Mike acts like, in a different way, a child as well. Yeah, and I agree. doesn't take responsibility for anything. Because and you know what? We can thank Butter for that. We, we can, can thank, thank Butter for Butter that. for doing for giving Mike the tools he's needed, like a big stick <laughs> of butter. butter. 
Anyway, let's move. Um, I'm done with them. We should move on, but before that. No, no, we're going to do Brandy and Julia, and then we're going to take a commercial. We just oh. talked about this. I thought, well, I was looking at this, the length, and I thought it was getting a little long. It is, but we got to do Brandon and Julia, and we got Andre well, and Libby. And someone's then we, a real stickler for rules. And then we've got <laughs> Kalani and Asuelu. Fine! You know, just because you need a snack, you can talk no, for seven I need more to minutes. Pee. <laughs> well, do you want to go pee? No, it's fine. Let's talk about Brandon and Julia. Um, y'all, they are talking. This is such a non non important storyline. The whole their whole season has been a snore for me. Although last week with her freaking out about um. Uh, that was no, that was two weeks ago, right? Two weeks ago with a friend. Yes, this is. Um, they're going out to port. They're sitting on the. All I wanna do is sit up here on the front porch with you. No idea what you're. Oh, you know what? that's from Summer Magic. You have not <laughs> seen that movie. You're gonna watch Haley Mills, and we're not doing it as a watch along. You have to watch that with Sissy and me. How does how does this just like roll off your tongue it's, that you that you've seen it so many times? It's oh, so many times. It's Burl Ives. Anyway, okay. y'all. So they're going out on the front porch, and Brandon's like, "Well, we got a letter. You've got mail. <laughs> you, you've got mail." And so, and y'all, they open it, and it's confusing like did it's they make not this really up? a green card i think it's a provisional green card that you get that says you can travel it's, uh, yeah. and, of, and of course and she can work mom doesn't understand she's like what why is it great <laughs> why is it great that is great and then you're so a real they, person now, julia you're a real person not some gross foreigner you know, I will say I, they're so awful, but they're the only thing enjoyable about uh, the, about the, the only thing enjoyable. And they they are supportive of Brandon. And as someone, they really have come around to like, I think watching them, I think they really do love Julia now. And I Me think too. a lot of this is manufactured because I actually think they get along well. Oh, um, I think I think it was from the beginning. Yeah. I think that's pretty great, though, that his parents seem that supportive. Now, I will say. Uh, y'all, Mama Betty is drinking a big ass glass of wine. <laughs> I wrote this down too. This is a Stephanie level pour. Th- this is like, a- sip. Is that is Stop. is that my favorite wine behind you? Yes, it is. Um, so they're drinking a glass of wine. Keep and going. I, keep going. Keep going. Uh, keep going. Keep going. And I just want to say, this it's maybe not a scene, a, a reality game scene. However. Betty is over there drinking her wine, and she just says, You know what would be great, you guys? be great if we have another celebration. You know, <laughs> let's, uh, I, everybody wants to party. Let's just party. You, you didn't even have, have a first dance. You didn't have a first dance. You didn't get to fuck your husband in the bathroom while his mom was looking for him because she was an overbearing mother-in-law that I had to live with. Excuse me. Anyway. Um, she- what? <laughs> like, and you know what? We still, when we hear that song, we <laughs> still, we still think about that song. That was their first dance. You didn't have one of those. Do you know what my, every, do you know my every first? Every time we hear 
Every time we hear YMCA, <laughs> we fall in love again. again. I was going to say locomotion. <laughs> come at us. Y'all, come at us. What weddings have you been that have had horrible wedding songs? Oh, well, you know that when I always talk about the father of the bride and the daughter dance, when they do butterfly kisses, I always find it. I know, but has anybody been to weddings? But at Where least it's that like, makes it. You're totally, right. It makes no sense of why this is their, like, their, their wedding song is like, whoop, there it is. Like, it just <laughs> makes no sense. I went to one and I couldn't understand it. The where the la- the wedding song was "Lady Is a Tramp" by Tony Bennett. Wow, that's it was not, weird. It's like I not, don't get hungry at dinner. I'm like, how does this have anything? That's why the lady is a tramp. Are you calling your wife a whore? Well, the song isn't really about that. No. Um. Uh. I I think they like just like the style. I don't think they put any thought into it. Some people don't. You and I put way more thought into music in our yeah. weddings, but when we have them, but like, uh, yeah, it's like normal to do something like "God Bless the Broken Road." I've I've yeah. heard that a thousand times. But uh, I've sung that a thousand times. I'm sure uh, you have too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you're a wedding singer or a wedding musician, you know that song without even looking at music. Um, it's a pretty. And it's song. not that it's a bad song. It's uh, pretty. I just, just heard it today on Instagram. Just at a wedding, <laughs> it was a bride and a groom dancing, <laughs> and it was just. It, <laughs> just know that if you think it is a good choice for you, if you're like me and like an enneagram uh four, and you like to be unique, everyone in the world has that song at their wedding. Everyone, literally everyone at the world, even people who don't know the song, it's like required in Switzerland. It's either that or that George Strait <laughs> song, I Cross My Heart. Or, I don't know that one. That, yeah, I think you that might have been Oklahoma. No, that was a big song. You know that song. In all the world, you'll never find a love as true as mine. I've it heard that, big. but that's it was very popular. Also, Etta James at last. Everybody oh, has that song. Everyone does that one too. Everybody has that song. But which I don't is fine. Mind. It's a good thing. I'm just saying. I don't mind. If you're with the, you know what I really love. I really love that song. It depends on what you want. There's um, several songs that I would want played at my wedding that are very common songs, and I'm not going to. Basic. I mean, I'm not going to tell Poodle that ever <laughs> until he just hears them at the wedding. Um, because Go interrupt the DJ. But one of the reasons is is because. I don't want to pick a song that I very rarely hear. I want to be out and about and I hear the song and it makes me think of my wedding and the fun we had. And da, 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 da. So whatever. No, you want to pick a song that's that. Yes. But you also want to pick a song that's super relevant to you. Yes, 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 yes. It, yeah. Agreed. Um, so drunk Betty is ready for a wedding y'all. And, and like, no, we had a wedding. It's fine. Julia's like, I want to, I want to work. Like, we did the wedding. It's fine. So I thought, wait a minute. So you're telling me that you were a go-go dancer and a club kid, and you don't want to have another party about your wedding thrown for you for free. I think this was a little far-fetched, too. Uh, I think I think it's mostly because Julia immediately thought, this is so that sh- they won't leave the farm. And Brandon just, like, hates everything. Well, that is true. Julia's like, we're going to spend money on this and not leave the farm. And so then Betty says, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Ron's turning 70. And we're going to have. Oh, what do you mean 70? Oh, Ron. 
Ron, that's a 70-year-old well, dick. 70-year-old dick, but it's a 50-year-old ass. Oh, <laughs> Anyway, so she says, we'll do something. And they're like, no, no, Can no. Can we make a toast at the party? So, and they're, they're, they want to make a toast. And then you guys, of course, they're going to do something. And this uh, is a total setup and I'm ready to see it actually. I think it's such a stupid thing that Brandon and Julia would not want them to do a toast to their wedding. It's so fucking small and menial not to want the parents to mention it at the party. Well, let them have some. They're proud of you. Let them it's let them so celebrate stupid. you. Again, your it's wedding's so... not just about you and getting married. It's about your guest, but whatever. That is really true. I, I wish people thought of that more. They don't. I've been to an um Okay, now, now you now you pee. can go pee, everybody. We'll see you when Poodle gets back from the loo. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart... And even keep going queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free. So you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know 
on a global scale. That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, time for another installment of the Tears of Kalani. <laughs> Y'all, it doesn't get better. <laughs> you know how that campaign, you know how we they had the It Gets Better campaign? Um, so gay kids wouldn't kill themselves? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be, part of, part of me, this is, sounds awful, but I always wanted to say, Let's be realistic here, y'all. It does get better, but instead of it gets better, can we just say it gets tolerable? <laughs> no. Your your life is not going to be spectacular. It is going to get better. Okay, but this is st- why you never do <laughs> inspirational or public speaking, and you never will. This is not... This I just is not- don't want to blow smoke up gay kids' asses. This is not, your, this is not where you live. This is your future. This yep. is it. Bitter and sitting here on microphone. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think someone needs to do their Peloton, maybe. <laughs> By the way. No, I'm, uh, listen, I'm very grateful for what I have. But, like, I, 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 I love the idea of that. I'm just saying, let's be, let's be realistic. I think you're wrong, <laughs> and I think we need to move on. I think you're way wrong. What, but, you, but you think it's okay to tell kids like sure you're gonna be great it's gonna be great when you grow up i think it's telling them it's gonna be better they need to see a hopeful circumstance better is different than great but the i understand what you're saying it's better i think that i'm just saying let's reel it in a little bit again you're wrong (laughs) (laughs) but don't you see my point though no but I, I'm saying painting I think you're a looking, future. I think you're looking at something as an adult and not through the eyes of a kid. Oh, I totally am. And that I'm being I'm being this. I'm being more funny about this and you're not no. getting it. No, no, I laugh. Uh-oh. No, that's why I like, no, I know you're not serious, serious. About no, I'm it. just saying that the reality of it is, you guys, it does get better. But there is I'm just saying there's there's an it's like it's like what we were promised as kids growing up in the 80s. Every, if you went to college, you got a job. 
you were well, it you is were, very much yeah yeah, yeah. and so. so what i what i'm I, I it's not that I worry about doing this for kids. I think the kids who are a problematic, who are living their lives in hell for right now, yes, it does get a lot better. I'm just saying, let's have a little bit of a reality check for everything around us. I mean, I agree with it's good to live in reality, but I just think not for in a campaign. Not in that moment. No, you're you're exactly you're exactly but, you're, right. But, but I feel like I agree with you that it's we've talked about this. It's like the word happy and stuff like that. Yeah. That is um, that puts up false expectations that people can never achieve. Right. And um, something they did better with the it gets better is they had a lot of queer people that look different and they were all different because so many before gay have we seen in the past, prior to that you see a lot of gay campaigns that's just like beautiful gay white men with abs. Yeah. That did not make me feel better because right. that seemed completely unattainable to me. I'm saying so I agree with you. There was one there was one campaign that there's one I don't remember who it says said so things get better. He's like not he's like my life isn't perfect. He's like but I'm better. I'm I guess I'm saying I want I want some nuance. I want some nuance in campaigns. Maybe there's no room for that. Well, I think in the stories people told that, you know, like if you ever watched Tim Gunn's, his was fantastic. Oh, that was good. His was great because Tim Gunn was suicidal and talked about that. And so um, I think just when you're working, just having an experience of working with a lot of suicidal people, when things are when you're in this state of suicidality, a lot of times things are black and white. No, No, I totally get it. But no, I'm saying there's just so when you're working though with them, you don't talk about gray areas because gray areas can feel overwhelming or confusing. So, and that's what that was targeted towards for gay youth who were feeling suicidal. So, when you're feeling that, it is saying like, it's bad now, it will be better. You kind of have to put it in those kind of binary concepts. Yeah. But I think better is different. Where are we? Better is different than great. Well, the campaign wasn't called "It Gets Great." I I, ag- I agree with you. Um, I it's just, it's it's something I see. I also see it with just younger younger members of LGBT community. Well, yeah, everything. when you're young, you think life's going to be great. You haven't gotten <laughs> fucked and left in uh, in a hotel room, and someone stole your wallet. Boy, I told you that incompetence. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just saying. <laughs> I mean, like poodle. Are you forgetting what it's like when you're? Well, you were different. You were way more. Um, you just saw the world a little bit more differently. A lot of twenty year olds are like, "Hey." Anyway, no, I think I was. I think I we was. We need to move on. You I have was a hard out. I was seventy five at thirteen. Yeah, and so that's yeah. why I think like you're not the person to do that campaign. Or I'm not, and, and, not, and I would never have like responded that. to it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah, move yeah. on to Kalani and Swelu. For her, y'all, it's not going to get better. needed a campaign that said, "You're going to grow up, and you're going to be so moody, and you're <laughs> going to you're going to be in your place, and you're going to hear sounds, and they're going to drive you crazy, and you're going to wonder <laughs> what's that sound, and you're going to realize that you're going to go on an app, and you're going to have a guy with a tennis stick come over and fuck you until you can't think straight, and then you're going to feel a little bit better." <laughs> And, and then at gone. 4 a.m., you're going to wake up and say, what's that motherfucking sound? <laughs> and, then, and Poodle would have said, okay, I can do this. Can get, that's something I can get behind. <laughs> or get in front of. Oh, 
So Kalani is away. So now, but this was a. Now they did have a y'all. They had a car accident. Or like, he did. Well, he did. Sway Lee was in a car accident. Yeah. And Kalani said, "How do you feel about the accident?" He got into an accident a few days ago. He told the car. They showed the pictures. It did look scary. He was like basically t boned. And yeah. Kalani's right. I think a lot of people that die die in accidents where they're yeah. t boned. And in if cars. you have an accident, you know you're afraid of driving again for a while. Uh, so I completely understood him. He was still shaken up. Yes, he was still shaking so. up, and um, Kalani starts crying because she said, hearing the panic and terror in his voice, it scared me so much, and that in a couple of seconds, I could have lost him, and it made me realize I don't want to lose him. Ugh. I don't want him out of my life, and you know, Kalani said this, and Kalimi went, motherfucker! <laughs> God damn it, I kind of did too, because this is all that she needs is something traumatic to actually snap her back into battle mode, because that's what she's been living in. She's been living in battle mode since she has had those kids, y'all. Yeah, She's in like, because she she knew when when she got pregnant with the first kid, this is going to be a hard slog. And life with him was even worse. Yeah. And then when she had that, she knew she was pregnant with that second kid, something in her resigned that said, I guess this is what it is. And then she kind of, she'd had periods where she'd wake up and then periods where it'd get really bad. And I thought since she'd gone to see a lawyer, she'd gone to do this. I thought this might snap her out of it, but she's back in it, unfortunately. Yeah, this really kind of put her back into it. Yeah. So. But Asuelu says he feels the same way, that he wants to be better. It kind of snapped him out of, so maybe he will act better and spend more time with his family Cush, and kids. Bullshit. So they decide to go to Fiesta Fun. He And so they're putt going putt. with the, What? Yeah, Putt Putt. Putt Poodle gets very competitive in Putt Putt, <laughs> y'all. Just so you know. You know. I, went on a, it, I went on a date to Putt Putt once. Bad idea. Don't recommend it. <laughs> Not for Poodle. Um, yeah, um, so, hey, Jake, would you like to go out with again? Yeah, you know, I thought about it, but you cheated on whole seven, and I just can't be with somebody who cheated. No, you know the worst thing about it was? Uh, I was destroying him. I was destroying him. And then he kind of, like, started playing around. He's like, no, I just want to have fun. And I'm like, no, oh, let's finish the game. Let's finish the game. I want, to, I want to revel in my complete uh, annihilation of you on this putt putt course, y'all. I've and he was w- like not trying anymore, and I got so mad. <laughs> Poodle hates it when y'all are playing tug of the war, and if you decide to drop the rope, it really infuriates. I'll him. bite off your fucking head. I know because I've done it. It's my go-to move. I hate it too. I know when you do it, I don't I like still it. Do it, but so it's way. So they're going to, and they they sit down and talk. And basically, Asuelu tells her, says, look, I want to take you on. I want to go on a romantic trip, just you and me, for two or three days. A beautiful place. And he's like, we can get in. He's very, he is funny. He's like, you can get in the hot tub. You you can blow some bubbles down there. And they, which I guess <laughs> means give him a blowjob. Um, I think that's what he means. But he says, uh, this seemed really weird the way he described it. But did you think it was beautiful kind of when he said, I just want to cuddle and share our energy from our blood to our bones to our marriage. I thought that was kind of sweet. <laughs> it was in a really bizarre way. In a bizarre, uh, kind of like when Angelina jo- Jolie 
and uh, what's his name? Billy Bob Thornton. And both wore a vial of each other's blood. You're like, weird. That's that's sweet. Sweet? That's sweet. (laughs) Um, She says, how about this, though? What if my, my mom could come? And she would babysit while we'd be Cause around. Because she, she's still breastfeeding. Yeah. So that would be a lot, you know, to try to do all that. And um, and then it's so it like, okay, well. Just as, long- she, just as long as she doesn't sleep in our room. He's like, no, she's not going to do that. He's like, good, because I want to eat some dinner and have some pussycat. I want to eat some pussycat. The second time the word pussy's been said on this it's show. It's true. But he Kalani, got away with it. Kalani appreciates that they're working on their relationship, and that's all I have for them. It's very I, short. I, it's very short. I still, y'all, this is still a long, dark hallway. The ball's going to drop. Line. The ball's going to drop. Oh, oh. Oh, speaking of the ball dropping, y'all, when the a family chuck went out on sale, da, 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 they. <laughs> There's, there, there's, there is kind of the cat. The, there's, there's, uh, there's Andre and Libby too. Uh, the there's Charlie name. and his slutty looking wife. <laughs> there's there's Bre- Becky. Je- uh, and then there's also there's there's Mrs. Becky. There's uh the hu- Becky's husband. Dun, 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 and and Jen and Jen the whore are the, there on on Libby's boat. <laughs> Chucky's boat. Chucky's boat. Yeah. Good job, Chucky's Poodle. Um, um, so they're they're going on. They're basically going on this property. No, but before that, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Before Andre goes to Chuck, this is masterful man- manipulation, you guys. Masterful this on was, Andre's part. Now oh. you also need to know. People were kind of taken aback about this and were surprised Andre would do it. I'm not at all. He's no. very transactional. Yeah, not at all, y'all. He this is, was he could not give a shit about her family. So, he doesn't no. like Chuck. He no. doesn't like the whole family. No. He's just playing like he does so he can get that loan. He does love his family. He wants to he would wouldn't take he wouldn't go away from the family because he knows Libby loves her family. Yeah. He wouldn't do that to her. But y'all, if he could convince Libby to move to fucking California or away from them in Florida, he would. Yeah, and and Chuck doesn't like that because in a way, having all of his family around them himself. You work for him. You work for him, and you always feel needed, and that's what Chuck needs from his family. They need he needs to be the person they come to, so in a way, he can have a little power over them. Yes. Um. So, Chuck, Charlie's going to see Charlie. Uh, Andre's going to see Chuck, and Chuck's like, he's like, what? He's like, what are you doing? Andre's like, what are you doing? And he's like, pulls his computer down. I'm like. You know, bitch was looking at porn right before yeah. that. It looks yeah. like, oh, fine, just, 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 just sitting here twiddling my thumbs, sitting, sitting doing some emails. I'm not watching. Oh, doing. Uh, uh, I'm not getting a woman Asian uh, sluts. Not, yeah, watching a woman being injected with Mountain Dew in a vagina at all. <laughs> wow, that's best, niche. Best way to drink it. Um, so. so Anyway, so he gets he basically says he's like, Look, Chuck, look, Chuck, Libby and I had meeting and uh, uh we have to we have to I work make it together. deported. 
I make it deported. And if I get I deported, to work. then Libby's coming back with me and Ellie to Moldova. Libby's going to Moldova. And when um, he said that, the Chuck color went. drained from Chuck's face. Yep. Genius move on Andre's part. Genius move. Although because, our, our immigration lawyer, Sissy, said this is way overreach. Um, but maybe they're not telling him that. And because y'all, and we see this later on the boat, why the, all the animosity is. Libby is Chuck's favorite child. Oh, yeah. It's very clear. And the other siblings are so jealous of Libby that Chuck has always been her favorite and that mm-hmm. he will do anything the for Chuck's, her. She's Chuck's favorite. Yes. And so th- probably she's her favorite and probably guess who is his favorite grandchild? Libby. Yep. Probably their kids. So Andre knows he has that power. And so Ch- he just Chuck got his way. Like, so he got his way. So Chuck relented and said, you know what? You'll work with me. You'll work just with me. You're not going to work with any of the kids. They're assholes. He didn't say they're assholes, but they are. They are you'll, assholes. You'll work with me, and that'll be that. And the next thing, we're on a boat, y'all. He's he's invited them all on. He called it a yacht party. This he did. no yacht. Not a yacht, <laughs> y'all. It's just By a boat. a long shot. This is a boat. This is a boat. And so they're on the boat. And the Andre's <laughs> flowered shirt, I want to know where he got it because I think it is cute as hell. He looks very cute. Becky's like, ooh, daddy, I love the snack platters. Mm, they look so delicious. Y'all, these hey, are fucking Ralph's. <laughs> veggie tray from fucking Ralph's that you just put out and take off the top. This is not fancy. It just shows how much this family kisses his ass. Those kids are, that family is such They are garbage. so far up his ass. I'm sure there's like a lemmings colony or something like snorks, but instead of water, it's just in chuck shit up there. <laughs> I followed that metaphor, but it took me a while. Um, so I want to, what? What monstrosity were was Jen wearing with that kind of bathing suit cover up? It made no sense. It, it looked like no she sense. took fabric across her, but it was very metallic. Yeah. And yeah. Libby was kind of wearing a cover up too, but no one was going swimming. No one was going swimming swimming. They were all just there to fight. And so Chuck tells him, he's like, look, I just want the family to get together. I would love to have a family reunion in Maryland. Something we could do for Pappy. Pappy's going to be 86. I think he kept saying happy, but I think they meant happy. Pappy. And Libby, I appreciate Libby saying, this is great to do in a pandemic, Dad. <laughs> and said so Chuck. Pappy, y'all. Yeah, Pappy's going to be, I guess that's his father. Pappy's yes. his father. And, um... And Chuck decides that they should rent an RV that will fit all of them together and then drive up all just in one, like, little bubble. That sounds like an absolute nightmare from the pit of hell. I'm here to watch it. I would love to watch that. I would never want to do that with anybody. I would love to watch it. Yeah, I would not. You're right. I would would like to watch it, but the idea of me being with... No, you wouldn't even do that with Ian Summerholder. <laughs> no, like no, no one. No, no. Um, I I want to say that I the more every, the way everyone's dressed, it's like Charlie and his wife got a different invitation. 
I think they he's got a white shirt on with a sweater wrapped well, around his neck. I like think they she, thought they were going to a different party. I think they were doing probably some role play for her OnlyFans. Got it. And they just left. And so they just left work. Uh, so. They were playing rich white people and he probably <laughs> fucked her on a tennis court. Called her Muffy. Yeah. Called her Muffy. Mm-hmm. She said, instructor, this is my first lesson. That she has, she had, like he, like him, she also has a very punchable face. She does. Uh, his and wife. Really terrible dyed hair. <laughs> it's so, it's just like straw on her head, y'all. Yeah. It's really bad. Um, anyway. By the way, we saw in the news today, by the way, you know, we blame Chuck for this family being horrible. I have to say, I think the mother is included as well. Oh, I, this is – well, you know that they're not married anymore. But they're not married the anymore. Is, but we, mom, is, mom has a new husband. Look, I'm all about – there's queer people that are religious and all, and that's great. But the mom went online during Pride oh, yeah. to make a spe- to Instagram to make a specific post saying that the rainbow doesn't belong about, to LGBT doesn't belong people. to LGBT people. It's not about that. It's about God's promise and Noah's Ark. And it is about God's promise and Noah's Ark. Guess yeah. what? It can be both things. It yeah. doesn't have to be something you have control over, you stupid white bitch. Kind of like she how suck it. The uh the the Cherokee people thought the sky was an enormous black cat <laughs> showing up. It can be that to them. And it can also be outer space to me. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be a cat. And yeah. I'm okay with them thinking it's that that's how it was. That, that that's how the sky was born. Sure. Was it a cat or I can't remember. Someone I don't told remember. Me I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know. It was some, and the, and the cat that's the Milky way was born. Through the trails that that uh, some animal left. Walk. Oh, yeah. I think I'm saying it wrong. Maybe I it was love all that kind of stuff, like what people use to explain the stars and science. I love that. Me too. Like the What's sun god Ra and all that Egyptian shit. It's great. So yeah, things can be different things to it people. Can be different. But yeah, things. she was she was super, and she was saying things like, uh, "It wasn't a pro Noah's Ark." Rainbow. It was an anti-LGBT it was an anti, post, yeah, post to say that she's against gay people. And guess what, Mom? You, we're against you. You can go fuck I, yourself. I don't know why people choose to do stuff because it's just going to be negative. But it back. just shows a woman like that. I'm sure raised great kids, and now we're seeing it. No, you're right. No, what a piece it's, of it's shit shitty. family. It's really shitty. Speaking of, let's get to how much they really love each other. So, y'all. They're they're on they're talking about the RV and stuff like that. And fi- and finally Andre says Andre says in the testimony, he's like, I don't want to do this, but this is a good way to build relationship with relationship. And then Charlie's like, You want to spend two days with the guy who's taken out of nowhere. Of you? Yeah, out, out of nowhere. nowhere. Out of nowhere. And Libby's and Libby. Libby finally becomes the Libby we wanted yeah. all a and fucking she's like, what the long. Fuck is every, why the fuck is everybody would drag in my husband? Why is that? And uh, he's like, and she, he's taking, he's, and she's like, how is he taking advantage of our dad? And Charlie says the stupidest comeback. How's he not? How's he not? <laughs> and Libby says, you get mad at him when he's not working, and then now that he's working, you still have an issue with him. And yeah. that's when Becky jumps in and says, look, he's, he's a, a manipulator. manipulator. He's a manipulator. 
Hey, and got, and got, you are two-faced. And y'all, all of this has to do is Libby is the favorite and he's not. It really is. It 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 you're exactly right. It breaks it down to that all the kids know Libby is the one that gets away with things. Yeah. Libby is the one who he just paid for two weddings yeah. for, and they're still butthurt about it because they didn't get enough. Is what is it from? From Chicago, because they didn't get enough love in their childhood. Yep, yep. That's why. That's or they, it. yeah. So, and the, the I, I said, I also said, this is the worst production of August Osage County I've ever uh, seen. Worst, <laughs> worst production ever. Y'all. Eat the fish. <laughs> <laughs> so then they start fighting. There's it, it. It is. It's the it's it's the verse boat this, production. This is it's instead of this is Hillsborough County because <laughs> that's where Tampa is. Um, so it becomes a very Jerry Springer screaming match. We couldn't even get it all, but there's some great gabs that Libby gets. Like she says, like you don't talk to my husband that way. She says to Becky, "This is how you know that Libby knows she's a favorite." She says to Becky at one time, "You're just a jealous bitch." Yeah, and that sends <laughs> Becky off. Yeah, L- Libby ends up going after her and she's saying, "You don't talk to my husband in front of me." She goes and attacks Becky. Attacks her. And she starts kind of breaking down and screaming and crying. She's like, he has done nothing. She's like, cry, Libby. Cry, cry Libby. Libby. Cry like you always cried to daddy when I had to give up my Barbies to you. Like, literally, this is what this is about, y'all. Yeah. It's about this childhood stuff. But Libby is like, he's done nothing to you. And then she says the worst thing. She says to Becky, oh. go. She's like, just go sit with your rich husband. <laughs> And that's when Libby but threw her drink at Becky. That she also says uh, uh, something about your like your rich husband or something like your or, or basically your rich husband something. who takes care of you because you don't yeah. do anything. Yeah, and that's when she throws her drink at her, and yeah. then Becky throws it back, and it's 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 it, it gets crazy. Then and, and then Chuck oh goes, oh, and Libby says, "What's oh. even going on?" He's like, "Stop!" It's, but before Libby says, "You act like you're fucking money, but you aren't." Mm-hmm. It is. Libby said all what we've been raging about with this family, and this is why, y'all. I think she's still. I'll say it. She's the. It really is funny. Like I don't. I like Libby and Andre. I don't have a problem with them. Her family is so gross to me, but I feel like Libby and Andre. I don't really tra- like like them. They're transactional, I, but they I feel are. like they see it as it is. Whereas the rest of their family act like their shit don't yeah. stink. I think those two know exactly what they're doing. I uh, definitely would not want to be like in a um uh, in a movie. Where uh, in a murder mystery or uh, like a movie where everyone's dying, I would not want to be in that movie with Libby and Andre because they would kill me first. Yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, so basically, you guys, they're the fighting stops, and they're and then they're like everyone's upset, and Chuck is like, "I'll get rid of the family business if it's going to be like this." And they all go, "What?" Wait, no, he won't. Does because mean you're still gonna pay my mortgage. Yeah, y'all. He <laughs> won't do that because he loves his money. Loves sitting on top, y'all. Please tell me you've seen that meme of Chuck's face posted on Butters' body. Oh, it's great. <laughs> it's great. 
It's great. And Libby says, I'm not going to do this RV trip. And she says, lines have really been crossed. And I don't know things if things, I don't know if things can be repaired. Oh, she's definitely going on the RV trip, by the way. She's yeah. definitely going on that RV she's trip. She's definitely going on the trip. That's all I have. That's the show. Oh, this was such a good I really like this episode. I, looking back, I can agree with you. I just don't think I'm a fan of Happily Ever After. I, I've it, well, it's got to be. You know why it's better to me, and I, he, I hope it keeps going this way. Like we've been doing this dance of like of people not acknowledging what's going on underneath. Yeah, and at least for Libby and Andre, and at least for Mike and Natalie, that's all coming out now, and we're yeah. finally talking about next, it. And it feels next like a week party. is supposed to get me really nasty. Yeah, it's like a zip week. popping. It's like an infected pimple that's finally popping. Okay, you need to stop watching Doctor. Dr. I Pimple love Doctor Pimple Popper. <laughs> I want to meet Doctor Sandra Lee so badly. Can't you grow a boil or something on your head, and I can take you? I say, Doctor Lee, fix him. Look at him. He looks like an extra. I don't have a boil. I bet you could get one. <laughs> Just put one on. Yeah. <laughs> Sir, this this is looks like it's taped to your scalp. Not at all. I just want to meet Dr. Lee. Not at all. Anyway. Uh, that's the show. Y'all, you can find us at realitygazepodcast.com. You, you can. can find us on our Insta. Y'all, follow us on our Insta. You can get to see the foodie call stuff that we're going to. I made fuck soup. It's, he did. Reality uh, Gays Podcast is our Instagram. Reality Gays Pod is our Twitter. And uh, our Twitter. Our Don't Twitter. Don't forget your camera. Y'all, I have to say. You can tweet it. I'm not going to go into it long. But I saw a cameo where Poodle has a new Australian <laughs> Peloton rider as a cameo. And the funniest part about it is, is that he's actually riding the bike while he's doing it. And about halfway through, he can't talk anymore <laughs> because it's too much to do. And it's one of the... Watching, wasn't really, wasn't really <laughs> looking... But was, didn't really see that coming. Watching Poodle trying to do a Peloton <laughs> while doing the kids. Y'all, You're please... Right there. Please subscribe. It's one you, of the you, best you creepy shoulders. Ever, it's one of the best things I've ever seen. <laughs> Bravo. What Bravo, did I call queen. her? Like like Sally Ryder or something, uh, something like that. that. Sally Ryder. You're gonna have to watch it and see. Uh, um, she's the first Aussie Peloton instructor. Also, y'all, you can uh, check us out. You can check us out on Cameo if you want your Father's Day Cameo. I just did one today. We're happy to do that. And other than that, y'all, we call these people Lonely Hearts because aren't we all just Lonely, Lonely Hearts poodle looking for love in all the wrong places? <laughs> yes. What? I forgot we said on th- what we said oh, on this. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, I think uh, – hit me up one more time. I'll, I'll – I'll... Uh, you know, you know what? I'm going to finish it. this. If Do you're it. on a fucking yacht and it's actually just a tugboat <laughs> and someone brings out a veggie tray from Kroger and you just want to hit them in the throat. <laughs> call us. Call us. Hi. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com